Welcome everyone to another edition of Jen and Jerry's Waiver Wired. We hope you like us better than your favorite kind of ice cream. Maybe that was just, did I shoot too high for that, Jerry? I'm not so good at bringing us in. You're better. No, no. You want to know why you're better? Because I have never (laughs) once said Jen and Jerry's. Never once. And it's like our freaking logo. And I've never once said it. It's our logo. And I feel like, you know, we did have the one flavor um, that was named in honor of you. (laughs) <laughs> I've actually never said I do like the the waiver wire podcast like I have to tell people it's a podcast like why why are you adding extra words that everybody knows that was pretty stupid uh, you know what I think until somebody actually does a podcast they don't know how awkward it is to come in and out and like to try to sound cool it's like social anxiety like all over again I do I think cool. though you and I I think we're in an exclusive club do you want to know what that exclusive club is I do I think we're in the exclusive club of two people who literally met while doing a podcast almost. Like we met Ah. briefly for three and a half seconds, like the day before. And then we like showed up and we hit record with Martin and Jim and Scott. And we started doing, we've literally gotten to know each other via podcast and then also via text while talking and texting about football and the podcast. So that's true. And it's funny because I I actually consider you like one of my good friends now. And before this, we were talking off the air and I even let slip out my Texas accent. And that's how you know that we're starting to become friends. Yeah, guys, like (laughs) non-podcast Jen, like non-regional diction Jen. (laughs) Um, You know, we were talking as she was getting warmed up. We were talking about some show stuff. And actually, you know, it was like, uh, yeah, she went full Texas on me. I'm like, I didn't. I never heard that before. Yeah. I'm just waiting for Jerry to go full Brooklyn on me. So maybe when all this is over, Jerry, we can have some kind of a convention. Hey, let's talk to Cousin Sal and see if we can have a, a Las Vegas company meeting. What do you think? Well, I don't know when that's going to happen. Okay. I mean, yeah. I feel like that is definitely part of the extra points uh, networks business plan. Like at some point when we're really allowed to travel again, we're all going to be in Vegas. I think that might be why Sal started the company. So we could just get a bunch so of people to Vegas to the sports book. And, uh, it's like, it, it's, it's business. Business. Yeah. I had to do it. It's business. Um, fun stuff to talk about today. Obviously we know all the seasonal stuff by now for all you maniacs who are in your Super Bowls in week 17. Hopefully you did well and hopefully you're still tuning in because Although seasonal stuff is done, we still have a ton of DFS stuff to talk about. We're going to reignite Prop Piacenti. Is going to come back at some point as we get closer <laughs> to the playoffs. And then it is official. You have now turned me into full fantasy nerd. I am in on yes. these playoff fantasy leagues, which I didn't even really know existed until I met you. Yeah, it's... it's uh... You know, I, I think that regular seasonal fantasy is just a gateway drug into all the other ways that you can spend your money, win money. I should say win, win, win Win money and keep playing all the time. We got props, we got game, we got parlays, we've got seasonal fantasy, we've got playoff fantasy. Yeah, we can just keep playing all the time. You're, you have a, you took on a partner. Who is not me? Is this true? So, uh, yes. As I mentioned on the last podcast, Steve, who's one of our 
avid listeners and Steve. he's incredibly awesome and funny and cool and smart and all that stuff. Um, he messaged me and said, Hey, I want to do this, this FFPZ league. And how about I'll pay the entry fee and you'll share the team with me and be my, you know, expert, not like he needs one, but, um, and then I'll split the pot with you if we win. And I said, well, I really don't see how I can lose it's an here. offer you can't refuse. So, yeah. So we started a team. And um, Jerry, I think you should start a team as well. There's two different entry levels, $200 or $35. And they both have big pots at the end. And it's lots of fun. So I, we can talk some strategy about that. Which one course, are you and Steve in? We're in the $200 entry one. Wow, Steve. Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, I, know. I thought we were done being adversaries. But now I feel like the challenge, let me tell you. If I get the best of you in this, then I, it might just be one of those situations <laughs> where you are a championship player, but I just got your number. Sometimes someone yeah, just has your number That's regardless right. of how good you are. Okay. In this $200 one, mm -hmm. what are the broad strokes of the rules? So the broad strokes of the rules are you can have 12 players. You have 12 players. It's like two running backs, two wide receivers, quarterback, defense, kicker, and then flex. Okay. okay pretty standard. Okay. However. You can only have one player from each team. So obviously we know there are 14 teams in the wild Right, which is good. I guess you get bigger playoffs. pool to select from. So it's probably a fun year to do this. You do. So like, you know, and you have to decide. This is, this is you know, we have to decide. Would you rather have someone like Nick Chubb, even if you think he's going to be eliminated early and take those Nick Chubb points? Or would you rather have someone like, say Aaron Jones, who isn't, doesn't seem to be guaranteed many touches, but you think he's going to go further and doesn't have a first week game. So right, a, right, right. Ooh. So, you know, you don't get points the first week for sure. You still may only get one game, the same games you get. And on this is no salary, no salary cap. The only no rule is one player per team, one player per team. So there's a whole lot of ways to look at it. For me, the way that I broke it down is I tried to go with who I thought was going to win and play the most games. So for me, a team like the Buffalo Bills is Josh valuable. Allen's probably everyone's pick here, because, right? Because I think he's going to get multiple games. I don't think Indianapolis is going to upset them. I know a lot of people do. Um, I don't. And I think he's going to get more games even than, even if Aaron Rodgers makes it to the Super Bowl. If Josh Allen makes it to the Super Bowl, Josh Allen will have done it playing Extra one more game. game. Yeah. So it's that kind of stuff putting in there. I I love Alvin Kamara because I think he's another one that could get all the games. I absolutely think New Orleans could end up in the Super Bowl this year. I'm having a really tough time deciding on the NFC side. On AFC side, I think it's either Kansas City or Buffalo. Right. But the everyone's kind of forgotten about it, the Saints, right? Yeah. Like it's been a lot of Packers and now like the surging Bucks. Right. And you know, and everything you else is kind of a shit show. Everyone's pathway, forgotten about the Saints. Because Okay, so they play Chicago, right? I think they'll be at Chicago. After that, they're either going to play the Rams or Seattle, probably. It yeah. seems like they should beat either of those teams. And then next thing you know, they're either Showdown playing... Showdown with Green Bay or Green Bay or Tampa. Tampa Bay, right? And they didn't they hand it to Tampa in one of the games? Yes. Did they beat them yes. twice? I think or both. Did, I think both might games. have been both. I have to double check that, but I think New Orleans. So it's like you and I, like I'm, I'm New Orleans, exactly. you're Tampa. I have your, like they have their number. I think it's like that. Well, I have, let's um, not say that 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 you have my number yet, Jerry. Now here's a question: Is there anything to now looking at this almost in a DFS way, in a mm -hmm. FanDuel way? Is there anything to like you know what? Everybody 
a large percent. How many people could be in this thing? Thousands, hundreds? How many? Well, thousands? there's a limit. So that's the other thing. You want to get your entry in soon because they're cutting them off. Is it um, thousands of people though is the limit? It's thousands of people. So if you look at that, right? Because this is a cool combo of like seasonal and FanDuel day. Like mm -hmm. everyone's gonna have Josh Allen. So is it worth going Oppo zigging? You know, and maybe set like to me, I think there's a ton of value in someone like if you believe the Titans could beat the Ravens. Yep. I think there's a ton of value in Ryan Tannehill Absolutely. or even Lamar. Whoever you think is going to win that, that over under, I'm looking at it right now on FanDuel, it's the highest one the of highest. the weekend, 54 and a half. Absolutely. So if you think Tannehill could, if they could beat the Ravens and ensure you two but games. The question there is would you rather have Ryan Tannehill than Derrick Henry? Because you can only have one or the other. For me, I, or I AJ I, Brown. <laughs> uh, well, I'm just almost looking at quarterback first. Right. You're right. If you uh, right, okay. You know what? How about this? Who are the two teams you want to leave out? Probably, if I had to guess, Shh. Chicago. Except I'm taking the Chicago kicker. Oh, you got to do kickers and defense. Mm -hmm. First of all, the defense is honestly what's going to win it for people. If you pick the right hot defense that gets two or three games, you might win. That's right. That's so annoying. That's right. God, this defense. Uh, uh, um. Well, I know. I'm. I think I'm leaving off the Bears. Okay. And I think I'm leaving off the Rams. Okay. See, for a while, I was feeling like Rams are going to upset Seattle, but the closer we get to it, the less I'm feeling. I don't so like. So then you're going to take Wolford. Wolford or take no. Wolford. I dare you. Wolf. No. I'm, I'm sure Steve will love that. I'm using them <laughs> as the defense, is what I'm saying. I'm sure um, Steve will love if you took John Wolf. He would love that. He would love that. I think that'd be a great idea. I don't um, or, I don't know. No, we're I, gonna I, take Josh Allen as of right now. You're right. You predicted us right. I, I'll tell you something right now. I'm not taking Josh Allen. Okay. I think I if, like there's that. A, if there's a thousand people say you should use a round number, I think. 700 of the thousand are taking Josh Allen. And how many are going to take Patrick Mahomes? Because that's another uh, thing, right? I, yeah, but you know, it's too, you're getting too, oh wait, is it extends to the Super Bowl? Yeah, it goes all the way through. Right. So, okay, you still could get three full games out of Mahomes. Right. Yeah. Although, mm. It's just putting a lot of faith in Josh Allen that he's going to get those games, but like it's a gamble I'm willing to make. You know, I'm also, I definitely want to have a Pittsburgh Player, it's someone from Pittsburgh, for instance, because I'm pretty sure they're going to beat Cleveland this week. You should take Roethlisberger. Um, you know what? I'm using him in DFS this week. You like sneaky Roethlisberger totally coming off the like week, week of rest? Week of rest. The week before that, he threw for like 350, mm. three touchdowns. He's got yeah, he all those weapons. Yeah, he awoke in the second half of that yeah. game. Yeah, so as FanDuel price, guys, 7,500 for Big Ben. You should totally have a lineup with him. And I'm liking Chase Claypool, the price. they Remember the snap count thing we talked about with Mike Tom Tomlin to keep him from hitting a rookie wall? Secret weapon secret weapon. I feel like they didn't want to see the tape. They didn't want people to see the tape. The guy's gone for 11 touchdowns this year. That's um, a good call. That's crazy. If for that's a true. If Tomlin really approached it like, Hey, we know you're a stud. Don't <laughs> worry. You have nothing to prove. You already proved it to us. We're going to like take our foot off the gas with you. Be patient. Trust they the did process. Last week. And then we're going to hit you hard at the end when it matters. Like, it could be a genius call to ride Claypool right now. It could be. Two wideouts or three? I forget. And I think PPR you, two, but or you non? get flex. You get flex. I have to look at the um, scoring. I think it's half point PPR. Half point I have PPR. To look. 
again. And remember, I've looked at so many different playoff leagues. Um, I mean, it's yeah. not really worth taking the Washington defense, although I like them, but you just got to imagine that right. even if the defense puts up a good performance, they're not going to be able to score. So for me, Washington's the team I am not playing. I think I'm leaving uh, off sure. Washington and I think I, I think I'm leaving off Chicago, Chicago. So you'll play Seattle and, and Los Angeles before Chicago. Yeah. Because you could take the Rams defense and potentially get two games out of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Cooper cup. You still actually could take Robert Woods if you wanted to could. as your flex, which might not be the worst I would take thing in the their world. Defense, the Rams defense. They're the best defense. I know, out but there. if they lose yeah. that, that probably means they did not have a good day and they're gone then you and you're but, just getting zeros from but the defense what the rest defense of the way. would you rather have the defense than any of their offensive players that you think is going to get through can you you and you can't redraft in this right this is like cannot redraft yeah see that's I, on, the thing because uh, you don't I, what do you want to take like baltimore defense you know no. what defense i like i'll tell you right now okay and they're banged up and i hope you don't steal them from me i would Seattle? maybe swing at the steelers I okay. like the week one matchup. Okay. They put right. up sacks. It's true. And they, they put up some points. They're not like a, you know, they've lost people on, on the it's defensive a good idea. end. It's a, it's a good call. So if you play the Pittsburgh, that just means you can't have, you know, Juju. You can't have Chase. Cl- yeah. Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson. But that's not. Yeah, there are other options. That's not a yeah, bad call, Jerry. I almost would rather that's, go Robert Woods. That's actually pretty smart. With the I wouldn't hopes. go Woods, but um, well, I, have I might go Akers. If he's a hundred percent, I might. Um, but, All right. Well, that's a fun one. I and so yeah. you're in both the two hundred and the thirty five, and it's I'm the same the two, contest, just I'm different in, stakes. You can do different. Yeah, it's it's all the same contest. You can do thirty five. Okay. Are there 200. any other playoff leagues I need to know about? So the other playoff league, uh, well, there are multiple playoff leagues, but the other playoff <laughs> leagues I want you to play in is the one we talked about last week, which is Lee's league on fantasy postseason. Now this one is really fun. Can anyone play this one or is this invite only? It is invite only. However, he has told me that if a few of our listeners would like to play, um, it's a $20 entry fee. He will send you an invite. Um, So you can direct message me or Jerry. We'll try to hook you up if you want to play. This one's super fun. Basically, you have a $150 budget. And in your first week, you can spend $100 of it to build your lineup. So it's it's going to use your DFS skills that we've been working on all season with FanDuel, right? The prices are in there. And then after the first week, you can make up to four moves, but you have to stay under your salary cap, right? I like so that. All these rules go along. Then the next week, you can make two moves. Now, if you want, you can roll over one move. That's a little, you know, so you can go three and three. You know, there are ways to go in there. But remember, each week there's inflation on the players. So the player, right. So like if someone was $8 the first week, they might be $10 the next week. So you can't just assume you can drop this person. It will equal value that person next week. So as the player pool gets thinner, um, the prices are going to go up. So there's a lot of strategy in there. I find it really fun because the question is, is it best to get players like, say you think Derrick Henry is going to get eliminated. Do you want to definitely spend up for him no matter what the first week, because it's fine to drop him and get somebody else down the line, like JK Dobbins, maybe who's more affordable than Derrick Henry. Obviously JK Dobbins would be proceeding at that point. Um, so lots of strategy there. I like that one because it keeps you involved. You can make changes yeah. as you go and try, even if you get down, you can try to climb your way back. So I like both of them. 
just two different ways to go. Then there are two other ones. I sent you the one from Scott Fish. You guys can go to Scott Fish's Twitter uh, page and he has a link there. And then another one um, that I'm not sure if we would like it or not. I played it last year because it involves defenses and special teams being individual players because, oh, which is supposed to be an added level of fun and more like the game, which is true because defense and special teams really aren't the same right. players as we've talked many times. I just don't know that I feel like digging into it enough. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. That is a so, lot. Yeah, guys, there are ways to keep playing and obviously DFS. Yeah, I have, I did a Sunday lineup because okay. I need to think about my Saturday one a little bit. So I have, you know, I know that's coming up first, but I had, I just found it a little bit tougher to make a, it's almost like there's too many options on Saturday just yet. I want some more info. The Sunday ones, and obviously it's all up for, you know, up for debate, you know, once we get closer to the game because so much changes. But I made a Sunday lineup in the in the kind of Sunday. I guess it's not. Yeah, this is the Sunday million. That is the Sunday million. I kind of love it. Really? Yeah. Should we just go? Do you want to hear it? And then I, I, I want to just see, you know, ask you toward the end here if like you have any props that are ringing out to you. And I do think we should just discuss the games as to like who we think is going to perform well. And also like, just let's just get some predictions. Like I am going to be sprinkling some, some stuff on some of these games this weekend. And uh, I want to pick your brain as to who you just think might win in general. Okay. I like it. Okay. And, and the Saturday stuff is to come and we may even do something fun with uh cousin Sal and, um, and do some Rachel. Saturday FanDuel stuff too. So well, also that's why I'm kind of also waiting till tomorrow to make that. But let's talk Sunday for now. Okay. Are you ready to hear? I am. All right. Hold on. Let me pull this up. All right. It's telling me great lineup. Let me pull up my lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realize I have a great lineup upcoming. You're like, Indeed. Okay. Here we go. So. In talking to you like we just were, I, I truly do feel like, I know Derrick Henry, it's so hard to like not say he's not the best player in this Sunday lineup. He's the most expensive player on FanDuel for Sunday, 10,200. Mm -hmm. I did not go that route. My yeah. thought is, I don't, as much as you might think this is a grind out game with Baltimore and it can be, I think Baltimore is going to be ready. I think Baltimore might actually get out to a lead. I think this might be more shootout comeback level for the Titans than just, you know, when they have a lead in the fourth quarter and then you get the Derrick Henry, that's where you get those 200-yard games. I don't think we're going to see that. So I went with Ryan Tannehill for 8200 bucks. I like Ryan Tannehill. I've liked him all season. I think he's yeah. a great quarterback and yeah. I stacked him with Corey Davis, your Corey Davis, My Corey your Davis. favorite Titan of all, Corey Davis. AJ Brown is obviously, I gave a long look. I mean, it's just value wise. Corey Davis is 6,400. AJ Brown's 8,400. AJ Brown is questionable. I mean, he's going to play, but, you know, he's showing as to be a little banged up right now. I mean, their averages are not that. AJ, uh, AJ's averaging 15.17. And then you get to Corey Davis averaging 11.34. I didn't think that was enough variance to cost me another $2,000. So Corey Davis it's is value. the stat. Yeah. Running back wise, I think Buff, I think Baltimore now knows 
Like, obviously, Lamar is their best player and their best runner. But in terms of their best running back, I think it's J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins. I think it's official. I, I think when they, when the money's on the line, and now it will be, I think he's going to be the guy who gets fed the rock. And 6800 bucks seems like a no-brainer to me. And then I went Nick Chubb. Why is Nick Chubb only $7,700? Is that because the coach is out? Like, what, what am I missing here? Um, I think the idea is that Pittsburgh has a tough run defense, but when you actually look at it, they haven't been as bad. They haven't been as good the last few weeks and we've seen Chubb run on them before. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like we have a proven track record that he can have. And I mean, Chubb is one of those running backs that can have, like, I don't know how much the defense actually matters. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure it helps, but I don't see Pittsburgh shutting them down. And then they could hit you with Kareem Hunt. So I went Nick Chubb. I just thought for 7700 bucks, I know that's a lot. There's value there. So that's where I went. And then I am all, I am with you. I'm all in on Chase Claypool for 6100 bucks to build your lineup as my second receiver. I don't really see the reason why. That, that to me is like the safest upside in the whole thing. Um, unless Roethlisberger struggles, which is the, the fear, right? right? Like sometimes like he looked bad in that first half. Yeah. And it is possible Roethlisberger can struggle. And in that case, I still like Chase Claypool because they have used him as a bit of a runner too. And he's his big body that can be used as like a tight end slot guy. Like there's just a lot of ways they can use him. So I'm, I'm just feeling for the price point. He's the least expensive of the wide receivers. And we know, look, there's no threat from the Pittsburgh run game. They're going to have to throw. And why wouldn't they? Because of all the wild card and playoff teams, Cleveland has given up the second most points to opposing wide receivers. Only Tennessee has given up more. So it just makes sense to target the Pittsburgh receivers. Of course, it's a guess as to whom. Juju is is probably my second favorite play this week. Um but Claypool just has that ceiling, I feel like, that he could return more value for the price. So for my third wide receiver, I went with another Piacenti favorite. Oh, boy. <laughs> Allen Robinson, $7,200. Yeah, now, look, I get it. Saints have a good defense. They do. The Bears, I mean, the Bears have been playing well. They've unlocked the run game. Uh, Mitch has looked a little bit better. Again, I just think that they're going to be playing from behind this game. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be able to rely on Mo- anything could happen in the playoffs. If they get out to a lead, then we're going to see a lot of Monty. I'm betting that the Saints will have, even if it's a small lead, and the Bears will have to throw a little bit. And Allen Robinson, as we said, is quarterback proof, and he's 7200 bucks. and I hey, like the matchup. Jerry, you know how you love it when I do this? Oh, she's holding up paper you got. This, oh my, like, Da Vinci Code scroll what is she's holding up a piece of paper with yeah. just i see qb tidy, I do it tidy. basically just to freak him out i like to do these things and no, i what I, is I that do it. i want to know so this is what it is you know how you said that the uh chicago defense what were you just who was good defensively new orleans new orleans, Saints defense, new orleans. yeah so i went and looked it up actually they're awesome versus the run of the 14 teams that are in the playoffs they are the second strongest. Only Tampa Bay is a little better versus the run over the course of the season. However, versus wide receivers, they're the sixth softest of the teams. So middle of the pack. I, I like that middle of the pack. So I actually even more Allen Robinson. And we know that 
he gets the targets from Mitch Trubisky, right, right? Right. He's even better with Mitch Trubisky. And he's, you know, we've said a million times he's quarterback proof, so that doesn't matter. But another thing people may not realize, and this applies to the Saturday game, which we haven't talked about yet. Everyone thinks about the Indianapolis defense being so good. Yes. Haven't been so good down the stretch. I know. They are the fifth softest versus the wide receiver. So Really? Oh, oh boy. I'm feeling a big air yards game from Josh you just, Allen. You love Buffalo. That's Saturday. Like you are, you're pushing all in I, on Buffalo. I I am. I could be totally wrong. I mean, any any given Sunday or any given Saturday in this case, right? Have you ever seen the movie Any Given Sunday? Be I honest. have. I have. Do you remember it well? Fairly well. I mean, I Cameron. S- some of those Pacino speeches. Yes. Um, if you look <laughs> yeah. back on, I never. First of all, Any Given Sunday is a good movie, in yeah. my opinion. It's a good. Movie. I think it's not a great movie though. No, it's a good movie. Two of the sneaky, amazing performances to me in that movie are Lawrence Taylor and James and uh, and Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. Like great performances, even in small roles. I cannot get over Pacino yelling at Jamie Fox and says, you're a goddamn, and he doesn't say quarterback. He says, quarterback. You're a goddamn quarterback. Quarterback. It's like, jeez, what is going on? T.O.'s in that movie, just with no lines, playing like a wide receiver. Apparently, LL Cool J really punched Jamie Fox in the face. I don't know if that's true. Like that locker room fight when they're like in towels or whatever, apparently was like a, like, it got it got chippy. You know, funny story. You probably actually know Jamie Foxx and have hung out with Jamie Foxx. I've met that. him a couple of times and like honestly, one of the best dudes ever. I've met him. I met him one night awesome too. Guy. Up, awesome guy. Awesome guy. It's a hilarious story. I met him in Miami. Um, and he we I didn't realize we didn't realize we were talking to Jamie Foxx at first. It was a group of us girls for a bachelorette party. Anyway, he ended up taking us out for the night, DJ to party. It, he is like the nicest, coolest guy. Um, and really one cool of the guy. most talented, that dude sings, so talented. dances, acts, Everything. comedy, radio, like he's from just Terrell, whatever. Texas. He's playing Mike Tyson. Like, I cannot he's, wait to yeah, see this. Apparently right, now right. he's just jacked and like, I, I cannot wait to see it. Uh, I, I don't know how he diverted to that, but I, it was a great diversion. I'm finishing up. Okay. Alan Robinson. Wow. Mm-hmm. Alan Robinson took us down a rabbit hole to Jamie Foxx. This is Alan now. Robinson's, uh, by the way. Another tangent, guys, there are all these rumors that Deshaun Watson uh, might be getting traded this morning, and I saw the art of people putting him in a Bears jersey. That's the wrong direction. We need A-Rob to Houston. We started Not Deshaun to Chicago. And I do feel like we started the We started the A-Rob to Houston. Yeah, and I think they just reversed it on us because they, you know, rumor is it's possible Deshaun can get out of his deal and might request this trade. Well, who was that tweet about? Was that about the GM hire or whatever it was? I think so. It probably was about the GM hire. Now, what am I missing about the GM that Deshaun is like same shit ever? Like, like what is that? This could be all rumor. You know, people just got to make up stories. No, that that was about someone. That tweet was about something or someone. Yeah, I think it's about the fact. It wasn't about the GM getting rid of Deshaun. It's more about, you know. No, because they hired they someone. Do? They hire a GM or a president. Who they just they hired, hired a GM. They hired a GM. Right. They're still looking for And then for a coach. Deshaun tweeted like but, whatever that tweet was. But like, meanwhile, same they shit. were interviewing coaches before they interviewed GM. So it's you know you got to wonder like so who's doing what? Wow, Alan Robinson, you started two tangents on the Waiver Wired <laughs> podcast presented by FanDuel. Hey, Good Rob. job by you. Um, all right, so Alan Robinson, tight end. Okay. 
And I don't really love any of the tight ends on the Sunday, but I also think if Cleveland is going to go to the air, say they are playing from behind, I think he's not going to put up like a monster day, but in PPR, I think you have to give Austin Hooper the nod at 5,400 because... Again, I just don't really. There's, I agree. I, I thought about Janu for a minute, and I, 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 I still could rework this lineup for Janu, but he's such a feast or famine player. But I do have the the Tannehill stack. But then I'm all or nothing on the Titans. Really, here's what I did. That's weird. Flex position, and I just looked around, and I had seven grand left. Then I threw in Mark. I just said I don't like tight ends, and I threw in. I'm playing two two tight ends. I threw in Mark Andrews because I I can't find a better receiver that I trust more than him at this point. Although every time I play him, he burns me, but I really like his matchup. Okay, so this is for which day? This is for Sunday. This is Sunday, yeah. I'm trying to think if there is any better receiver. Well, you know, there's a possibility of Michael Thomas. You want to go uh, really. yeah, but I mean, how do you really you don't want to play the... DK because he's gonna have Jalen Ramsey treatment? Oh, you, you don't, don't want to, you know play... what? The other sleeper, the the other, and is that wait, is that a is that a Sunday game? I don't think that's a Sunday game. I know the Saturday Sunday thing that's killing me. I know, but I do like for Saturday, I think Tyler Lockett's gonna be my player. I think Tyler, Saturday. Tyler yeah. Lockett, that's is a my good guy. choice. I like and then uh, I ra- I finished it up with the the Saints defense at forty six hundred again. This is okay. pretty much a a big short of the Bears, and also hoping that they may just have to throw the ball, and you might get a lot of garbage points from Arod. That's my Sunday lineup. Um, please let me know if you see anything worth changing there. But no, I think, I I'm think you're right. I mean, I'm looking at these these receivers and. You know, Deontay Johnson would be one I would consider at seven thousand. But, but I already have Ch- that, Chase Claypool in there. Yeah. And I mean, I, again, oh, I, I have room to swap. Oh, you know who I like this week? I like Marquise Brown. Really? I do. I do because Tennessee again given up the most points to opposing wide receivers. He's had six touchdowns in the last six games. I think part of why Lamar has been heating up and the team has been clicking is because they haven't been just a run threat the last few weeks in fact it's been, he's I been think, throwing the ball yes yeah they've been Down passing the touchdowns last week and i think brown and he are now clicking and he's only 6300 on Fanduel, mm. so i think he may even end up being my pick of the week uh because of the pricing oh or maybe i'm gonna pick no that's a saturday game i think we should do sunday picks well that might be an interesting swap i because then i could maybe slide andrews to tight Into end tight end and okay i'm gonna do although that. i do you. like hooper my only thing about hooper is i think hooper's the best target for baker because it's a short target he likes throwing to the tight end the only thing is remember these little things yeah your da vinci Pittsburgh code yeah, is yeah. the strongest versus the tight end over the course of the season They're okay one. well i might i might do that swap then that might but be i do still swap. like hooper I just get nervous playing two tight ends in a in a playoff. So yeah, we're gonna save Saturday uh, Fanduel picks just in case that's what Sal wants us to discuss. Worse but I do me. think we should. Um, I think we should talk about the games now. The games themselves. Let's All right. Before we do that, uh, we're gonna take a quick break though. WaiverWired is brought to you by FanDuel Fantasy. It seems like just yesterday that LA was popping bubbly in the NBA bubble. It's hard to believe that basketball is already back. And this season, Charles Barkley has joined the FanDuel team and is giving away over $30 million in gifts to all FanDuel customers, such as free fantasy entries to all contests, 
free site credit and risk-free bets and Charles Barkley odds boost. And that's not all. FanDuel is introducing snake draft contests for the NBA season with no salary caps and a max of 12 players per contest. Snake Draft, exclusive to FanDuel, by the way, is the simplest way to try NBA Daily Fantasy. Jen, why do you like Daily Snake Draft? Because they're drafts, Jerry. Who doesn't love to draft? And FanDuel has price points for everyone. Play for as little as a dollar. Draft live with friends like a traditional seasonal league, but it's only for one contest. And this weekend is a great time to try. Draft live just like season-long fantasy, but with winners every game day. And now get an instant bonus up to $500 on your first deposit. Go to FanDuel.com slash to sign up. Deposit and draft now. That's FanDuel.com slash WaverWired. And now, Jerry, let's talk playoff football. Okay, Jen, I want to talk about the games. I want to get some picks and see who you like, see where your head's at. Before we do that real quick, we talked about DFS. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be making some investments, we'll call them, in these games. One investment, though, that was out there on the FanDuel Sportsbook that I looked into four days ago. And me and a friend of mine wanted to fire on it, and we did not. And now the odds ha- are down by 50%. Oh, I'm going to take a victory lap here. It's as good as it's going to get for me. My New York Knicks. My five and three Knicks. Okay, won the last four out of five. About four days ago, when they were only three and three, me and my buddy were like, shit. They look good. Thibodeau has them playing hard. They're getting like crazy MVP performances from Julius Randle. Kevin Knox looks like he's really mature. It's just all working. What are their odds to make the playoffs? And now we know we have this play-in thing and all that stuff. I, I scramble. I go on FanDuel Sportsbook. And I call my buddy back. I'm like, yo, they're all about nine to one to make the playoffs. And we were going to maybe do a little something. We decided not to because it's a little emotional for me. Because I love that team so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then they won a game, checked again, down the eight to one. And we're like, all right, we really should like it just do it. We did not do it. They win last night. Okay. Against who the heck did they play last? The Utah Jazz, the good the playoff team, Utah Jazz. Now the playoff odds are down the five to one. Wow. Missed the window. Idiot. Wow. Idiot. Missed the window. I should have did it. I I, I was worried because I love them so much. I didn't want to just put that. But <sighs> Nick's making the playoffs. It's still five to one might still be a good a good situation. Um, so I just wanted to put that out there. Um, let's go through Saturday first, if that's okay with you. We'll try to go in like yeah. chronological order. Let's do it. Colts Bills. Okay. FanDuel yeah. has the Bills at home, minus six and a half, over under 51. We talked mm-hmm. so much about Josh Allen. The Colts basically had, you know, a bye week almost last week, although Jacksonville made that game frisky. You knew they were going to win, and you had good feelings about the Dolphins maybe not getting. So the Bills technically are the reason why the Colts are in the playoffs. I like to look for signs above the numbers and above the X's and O's and above the obvious. I like to look for that feel. I'm a feel player. Is there anything to the Colts beating the Bills because the Bills are the exact reason why the Colts are in the playoffs? Like the, like the be careful what you wish for. (laughs) Like if you just lay down against the Dolphins. No. 
the Colts would not be in the playoffs right now. No. Nothing no, to it. There's nothing to that. No. So are you locking try. in the bo- the Bills to win outright? The I money am. line on that. The Bills are minus 295. I am. I am. What about I, the six I, and a half? I, yeah. I think they'll wow. cover. I, and I know, I know that the the Colts are going to be, people think that they could be a sneaky upset here and absolutely they could. I mean, listen, any given Saturday, as we talked about any given Sunday, totally. But if I look at this and I look at the two quarterbacks and I'm putting my money on the quarterbacks, would you rather back Josh Allen or Phillip Rivers? So just like right there, I, Josh Allen probably the, is like the number five ranked quarterback on the season by pro football focus. He has improved massively. I think he has something to prove based on postseason last year. He has a ton of weapons. He's just, and and again, as we talked about, everyone thinks the Indianapolis defense is so good. They haven't been good lately. They've been letting people put up a lot of points on them, especially at wide receiver. And we know Josh Allen's going to throw. So they're, you know, their run defense is still pretty stout, but what do you, we were never worried about Devin Singletary breaking off a big run. No, we haven't been. We don't um, need to be. Can I make? Uh, can I make a case? Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I do. I do give the edge to the Bills. Mm-hmm. I don't like any of these numbers. I don't like any of the odds. I don't like any of the lines. I actually think that this is way closer than we think. I think that the Colts have the hottest running back. They do in That's football. True. I mean, Derrick Henry's always hot, so it's hard to exclude yeah. Derrick Henry. But Jonathan Taylor has like 800 yards in his last like five games. And like, guys, if you're going to pay up for running back, I have to say Jonathan Taylor Jonathan should Taylor. be worth it because Buffalo, you can run on them. You can run on Green That's Bay, That's what I was going to ask you. What are the Bills against the run? Fourth of the playoff teams. Fourth worst. Fourth, fourth worst. So fourth they're, easiest. They're 10th they're overall. Yes. So that's how I do. I always do it by like how easy right. is it? I look at the top. So I want to target teams. And again, when you're doing your playoff lineups, I want to target teams that I think are going to be facing Green Bay, which is a big question mark right now, facing Tennessee. So that's J.K. Dobbins, right? Case Facing Kansas City. So that's a question mark again. And facing Buffalo. So the two teams I want to target running backs, J.K. Dobbins and Jonathan Taylor, the rookies, those are the guys. Dobbins is the more affordable one because Taylor now, the price is caught up with him on FanDuel. I I don't think I could bring myself to like actually place money on the Colts um, because I don't love it, love it, but I strongly like the Colts I like the Colts plus six and a half for sure. And I even like the plus 240. I I think if one of these, look, if it's not going to go chalk, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think the most likely team, in my opinion, that has the toughest matchup is the Bills. I think there's a recipe for, we know you're going to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. Frank, right? Great coach. Yep. Okay. We know you're going to throw the ball. We are going to let you run the ball. And I think that they have a running back and like veteran quarterback, veteran receivers, just enough to maybe give the Bills a real problem. I think the Bills would be a lot better off if they had a crowd. I would like the Bills a lot more with the crowd. I think that's going to be, you know, tougher for them than it is for the Colts. The only, to me, the real thing that holds the Colts back is like, if it's a really cold weather game, how does Rivers hold up in a cold weather game when you need him? Because he will have to make a play in this game. I, I I don't know if you could bet the Bills at minus six or minus two ninety-five. I'm not betting I'm this game. Yeah, no. but I, and if I was, I, I would I would throw it. I still may even do a little tiny thing on the Colts money line 
and um, maybe back it up with the plus six and a half, but small, like real small. Um, next game, I think this is a little bit of a shit show game. Rams, Seahawks. Totally. I, I have no feel for the Rams. I could see the Rams blowing the Seahawks out. I could see the Rams getting blown out. I have no feel for this game whatsoever. Do you? I hate this game. Um, I actually, at the beginning of the week, felt like the Rams could win this game. Um, I think they I, can too. I actually think they kind of own the Seahawks from what I've seen. And by the way, I'm not playing any of this game if if I can avoid it. Because look, the last two times these teams faced each other, the the game total, 29 and 39 that I don't want any part of that for my Unless you, maybe the over, maybe the under at 42 yeah, and a half. Maybe the, I actually kind of think that what I would bet on this game is the under. Under. I under do. 42 and because a half. we don't know if it's going to be Wolf or we don't know if it's going to be Goff. If it is Goff, is he going to be a little bit gimpy? You know, um, Blake Bortles. Rams have been ever. <laughs> yeah. Rams are a stout, stout defense. You know, they've got Jalen Ramsey. They can put on DK Metcalf. Certainly Tyler Lockett is someone you can look at in this game, but even so he hasn't been immensely successful over the course of the season versus the Rams. No one has been these, these games have been actually incredibly boring. Now, one thing that hasn't been mentioned is at the beginning of the season, Seattle had a really, really good run defense. Turns out towards the end of the year that broke down their pass yeah. got better. So I'm not liking like golf and the throws, but I think that it's possible if Cam Akers is healthy, that he could be a sneaky play to run on them. And when they matched up two times ago, not last time, what was so weird is that was when Seattle secondary was so weak. That was the game with the two Malcolm Brown touchdowns and the Darrell right. Henderson touchdown. It was so weird, but Sean McVay makes a different game plan every time. So the only reason I would think the Rams can do this is because their defense is good and Sean McVay might get sneaky enough. Their division rivals, they know each other. They play each other hard. I don't really want to bet this game. As you said, I'd probably just take the under if I were no, going to do yeah, anything. No, yeah, I'd take the under. And, and, and again, if I had to, gun to my head, if I had to, I think I would just take the Rams plus the three and a half. I think I would I, too. I could totally, like I said, I could mm -hmm. see blowouts. I could, I could also... <laughs> I could also see a walk-off field goal by the mm -hmm. Seahawks. Russell Wilson pulls another one out. Uh, it, it, it's just a mess, though. It, you're right. It's too hard to predict. Uh, Tampa Bay at Washington going against the football team. Um, I've tried many times to find a path to victory for Washington. I cannot find it other no. than Chase Young scoring three touchdowns by himself. Right. I do think the defense will be very, very ready, for, but I only think there's so much they could do. And Tampa is on fire. You know, Tampa's not like running the ball much anymore. Like I went back and looked at some of their carries. Like they're running, but they're throwing a lot yeah. more, even on like first downs. I know a lot of that's probably the competition they've played. Um, yeah, I mean, eight and a half is a lot of points in the playoff for a, a home dog to get. And Alex Smith, you know, is a gamer, but I just don't see, I just don't but see how they score. I, I don't either. And and they're even talking about rotating quarterbacks. They're talking about rotating Alex Smith and Taylor Heineke, right? How are you going <sighs> to do that? I just, I don't see it either. I don't see a path for it. Um, if I'm playing any player in this game, I did look at some props for this game. I think Chris Godwin AB. is the receiver that I like oh, really? the best because I love AB. Though Washington has been very stout in their defense, the slot is where they can be beat. And that's that's Chris Godwin. It's Chris Godwin all Godwin. the way. 
Tampa Bay. Is uh, Evans playing? Do we know? Yeah, I think he's playing. He's but playing. He's a go. always the possibility in the back of your mind he could get injured. So for me, for the price, and I think Godwin's the guy in this game versus Washington. I don't really want to play their running backs, as you said, because I don't think Can't. it's going to be that easy to run on Washington. But one thing that interests me, I was looking at props. What do you think about, remember what I said, they're going to be rotating in quarterbacks potentially oh, Tampa Bay DST touchdown anytime touchdown for plus 470 plus 470 plus 470 Whoa, anytime touchdown I looked it up um Washington had is tied for fourth in the league with 11 fumbles Alex Smith threw eight interceptions over the course of playing eight games I kind of feel like it's a long shot, but plus 470 Tampa Bay DST touchdown could be. I like it. I think that's it. definitely worth a little, uh, little sprinkle. a little action. I Look, the only weird thing I could see happening that give first of all, again, eight and a half is too many points to me for a home dog. Like I, I just, I, I'm a big believer of the home dog. Even my friends growing up, we had this other theory, home dog on grass. There was one year we tracked this. It was like 78% home dog on grass, 78% covers. This is going wow. back to, I think Joe Montana was the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs back then. But ever since then, I've always liked it. That's too many points. So I think if I were to bet this game, I think I would, I would maybe fire a little bit on Washington plus eight and a half, not loving it. Um, the only real path to success, I think, for Washington is I think if Heineke Heineke like he did not look bad to me. No, he didn't. Now, that was crazy weird like thrown into a game, the moment wasn't even bit like so I don't know like what he would look like in a playoff home game under the I don't know. He didn't look terrible and that would be my only thing that would make this game closer if he somehow has a little has a little fits magic in him, you know? Yeah, and I have to say, I also don't mind Terry McLaurin in this game. Again, I know he's right. a little bit banged up, but he was banged up last week and he did absolutely just fine. You would take that performance. I don't think it matters who's under center, if it's Heineke. Well, Alex it's Smith Alex gets rid of Smith, the ball quick and McLaurin runs great intermediate and short routes. It's going to be McLaurin. You know McLaurin's going to get targeted. He's probably yeah. going to be in the end zone. You know, I wouldn't mind taking an anytime touch but they couldn't even like do anything against the Eagles defense that like the Eagles were already on vacation and they couldn't really do anything. I, yeah, I guess yeah. I, McLaurin would be it because you. if it is Alex Smith, it's the short intermediate routes and you just hope that McLaurin has like 13 catches for 90 yards. Yeah. He's like I a mean, reasonable stat line. Yeah, it could happen. So he's the only guy on the Washington side. I'm not really messing with Antonio Gibson versus Washington or Cam Sims or any of that business. Uh, we talked a little bit about this in our, in our FanDuel lineups. Uh, I think this has the potential to be the most entertaining game of the weekend. Baltimore at Tennessee For Titans sure. at home <sighs> at home. Yeah. See? Plus three. That's at just disrespectful. See, so I'm, I'm feeling Tennessee in this game. Uh, yeah, I could be me wrong. Too. Uh, but I'm feeling Tennessee. They had their number last year. Um, like you said, uh, Tennessee being at home, um, that's a huge advantage. Uh, a lot of points they expect in this game. Tennessee has a terrible defense. Terrible. Yes. So I think there's just going to be a lot of points. But Baltimore hasn't been as good either. We saw how much Cleveland was able to run all over them. If Nick Chubb can run all over them, probably Derrick Henry can too. 
And as we've said, Ryan Tannehill, he can also throw the ball. People don't give him enough credit. I think they're starting to now. Right. I think Baltimore um, is healthier on the defensive end now, though, right? They I are. I think, like, Campbell, I think like guys will be ready to go. They are. You cannot load up. But here's why I like Tennessee. Mm -hmm. They're not one-dimensional. Right. You cannot just load up on Derrick Henry. And you can load up on Derrick Henry, and he still gets but seven yards. But if you do, like, it's not like Tennessee doesn't have any threats through the air. I Correct. actually think they might be better through the air they than are. on the ground at certain points. So... I think if this game is a shootout and it is the highest over under of the weekend, 54 and a half, so they're predicting a shootout, I like the Titans more in a shootout than I like the Ravens. I think they have more ways to score. I agree. Um, I think they are better through the air than the Ravens as well. But one of the reasons that I'm really digging on Hollywood Brown is if this is a shootout, they can't just run the ball the whole time. Yeah. They are going to have to fire. And he has been lately. Lamar has been lately. He's been much more in the zone. I think this game's going to be close. You know, it opened at three and a half, the spread. So a lot of money has come in on Tennessee's, uh, sorry, on the Ravens' side. Um, is that right? I just don't, I guess they're not really given much of the, the home field is not that much of an advantage. And I do guess maybe playing in Tennessee favors the Ravens more in a way it's probably better for Lamar. And I guess it's like maybe not as brutal to tackle I Derrick guess. Henry in the freezing cold. I just I don't think know they're looking at in. how weak the Tennessee defense is. And it is by far like a defense that shouldn't be in the playoffs if you look at the yeah, defense. But it's I, been bad. But they have so much offense. Like I think they at least get through this one game. This is the toughest game. This and the Rams Seahawks game are the two games that I don't really know. Well, my choice, I, I go I go Titans money line, and I would doubt if you're going to go Titans money line, you might as well go Titans plus three. Um, yeah, that that would be my move here, and I think that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna do. Um, Bears Saints, your some of your faves, A Rob Monty. I, I feel like you Not like Monty. Chicago here. Not Monty this week. No, I definitely <laughs> like the Saints here. One I thing I think should be uh, everybody should pay attention to. Kamara isn't eligible to come off the COVID list till game day. So um, I think he's going to be fine, but there's still right. a possibility he doesn't come off the list or, and there's an absolute certainty he won't have practice. Now, does Kamara need to practice? I don't know. The guy can run for six touchdowns in a single right. game. But maybe as a flyer in a GPP, Latavius Murray. Murray. Latavius. Yeah. The price is good. Let me look up the prices I like it. real quick. Uh, Are there any props on Latavius Murray yet? Um, not yet. I don't think last I checked because it's the I Sunday like game. that call. Murray is 5,400 on FanDuel. So I he, like that call yeah. a lot. Yeah, I do. I like it a lot. And when he's good, he has two touchdown games. That's the kind of good he is. I, I like, I just, I got the feeling about Murray. This look, Kamara's going to do the stuff he does, but I could just see a few vulture mm -hmm. plays here. Me too. I could just see it. I could see a few vulturing plays here. And I think by the fourth quarter, if the Saints have like a nice lead, That's he right. might be the grind out the clock back. 100%. But, all, you know, I would not be shocked either if Kamara had four touchdowns. But right. again, flyer time, I definitely would take um, Murray. I mean, I'm liking all the dogs for the most part today, but I think this is the one time you could pay the big money for the Saints here. I think you kind of have to, or you just stay away. I don't think you could really feel good about putting Chicago in here unless you know something that we all don't. 
Uh, nine and a half in the playoff game is a lot to cover, but the Saints are at home. Breeze has had a few games under his belt. They get Michael Thomas back. I wonder if this line moves, although he probably maybe only moves at a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, quarterbacks really are the only ones that move these lines, you know, three to six points. So something to watch there. But I, I think if you're going to, if you got to take this game, I think you got to lay the big number with the Saints and just hope they do their job. Do your job. I think so, but I and by the but I'm not playing like Drew Brees in any DFS lineups. I just don't think there's enough upside. You're not getting enough value. I would rather play Mitch Trubisky for the value in this game yeah. than I would play Drew Brees because Drew Brees is actually fairly pricey. Um, but I think you could have more success stacking, say Trubisky, you know Robinson, maybe even Graham if you want to get, re- get really gross, and then spend a lot <laughs> of money on some other high-priced players like Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, things like that. Yeah, does Graham have two big games in a row? Because he had a nice game against the Packers. Does Look, he have he, two big games in a row in him? I don't know. It doesn't I matter. Like a he lot gets, to ask. He gets red zone targets. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't matter. Like, if you look at it, like, we all want it to be Cole Kmet, but it still ends up being Jimmy Graham. And and last but not least, the Sunday night matchup. This one does have implications in the Ferrara household, <laughs> being that I am in the Northeast Ohio area right now, and I am flooded with in-laws everywhere. Um, I, this is almost bittersweet for Cleveland and for Browns fans. You know, I have close relationships with a lot of Browns fans, and while they are absolutely overjoyed by the what this team has given them this year. I think the bittersweetness is that they're capped with whatever 5,000 or 6,000 fans and they can't load up. And at least like me, I've been to a lot of, I don't know. Have you been to a lot of football games in your life? Not a lot. No. I personally don't love going to football games. Um, Number one, I feel like football is so good on TV. It's just (laughs) so good. The coverage is so good. And there's so many things that you actually miss being in the crowd, it's different than basketball, where basketball is better to me in person. Yes, you know, I agree. Uh, I agree. Baseball to me is better in person because you could have a beer and you know you could eat some stuff and talk to the people you're with. And, it's about you the know, experience. You got 30 seconds in yeah. between every pitch to like check your phone, whatever you want to do. Football, I feel like you can miss a lot. Although I do say the atmosphere at football games is tremendous, but the Browns fans don't feel that way. The Browns fans are like fuck that. We're going. (laughs) I've went to a Browns game. I've okay. Quick story here. About two or three years into my relationship with Bree, when I came back to Cleveland for a visit with her one time, I threw my good buddy, Jay Glazer, who was connected to Mike Pettin, who was coaching the Browns, got me really good tickets and field access before the game. Uh, I don't remember who was quarterbacking for the Browns at this point. The Brown, they weren't terrible yet, the Browns, but they weren't good. So we go to the game. We're literally standing by the tunnel. It was Browns, Raiders when they come out. But before that, we had a wedding the night before, right? And that's why we were in town, actually. And the game was the next the morning after. So we're, we're having some drinks at the wedding. I asked some of her friends who were, I'm, were taking a bunch of people to the game. And I'm like, oh, what time do we leave for the game? Like, oh, we're going to tailgate tomorrow. Okay. What time are we leaving? Oh, we'll probably leave at like 9 a.m. I said, sheesh, 9 a.m., get there at like 9.45. That's a lot of tailgating for a one o'clock game. Do you know what they said? They said, Jerry, the game's at four. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Oh We're going to tailgate from 9.45 in the morning and then kickoff is at four. They're like, yes. 
Someone maybe even had a giant party bus that we went in that was decked out and wrapped in brown stuff. Wow. And Jen, the Browns tailgate situation, it like, there's like the Muni, the municipal parking lot that's uh -huh. like just rough. And then you go to this other parking lot. It's a little more adult. There's like nice barbecues. We even smell some weed. Like it, it's like rival parking lots doing tailgate the different way. It was great. But by four o'clock, I'm like, God, I'm kind of yeah, hammered. I need to go home. By four o'clock, you don't care if they lose. See, that's how it works. And then the thing I also dislike about going to football games, particularly on the East Coast, then we're up there, it's four o'clock and it's fucking 25 freezing. degrees. Freezing. It's freezing cold. We're buying yeah. like spiked hot chocolate. So I'm done going to football games, but the Browns fans would love nothing more than to even drive to Pittsburgh to go to this wow. game. Yeah. How much do you think the Stefanski situation plays in right now? I think it's pretty important in this game. I... I don't know how much it really matters. I mean, the game plan is probably the game plan. They're doing what they're doing. I mean, they literally just played this game. Um, right. Hopefully they switch it up a little bit. Yeah. And there's no um, Big Ben. There was no, you know, yeah. guys missing. So, yeah, I don't think it helps. It makes me like Pittsburgh even more. Um, but I don't know that that's going to be the deciding factor. It definitely makes me feel more confident that Pittsburgh is, is going to win this one. And I just think Pittsburgh has the better defense. So I, you know, I, I'm happy for the Browns, but I, I don't see them getting past this first round. You're kind of like, it was nice that you came. It was nice that you guys nice made it came. here. It's nice that you guys finally made it to the playoffs. It took yeah, adding a couple yes. extra playoff teams for it to happen, but still it counts. Um, were they the seven seed? No, the Colts were. No, so yeah, they would have been were. in even they with six. Yeah. This is going to be rough and I hope no one in my family in-laws are listening or my, or some of Bree's I, I got to lean toward the Steelers yeah. here. If, if there was, and I, I actually put a ton of value in Stefanski not being there. I know you're right. The game plan is the game plan. These guys are pros. They know what to do, but in-game adjustments, like, is he, do you think Stefanski has a phone? Is he going to yeah, be able to like, I think he he's going to be calling in? Well, that's what I think. Like, I don't really see like, there's got to be a way he can still communicate, right? I mean, is he on I mean, Zoom with the, I don't with see the offensive why not. coordinator in the booth? I don't see why and they the, couldn't quarantine him in a different room and like, you know, make, they do that all technology. the time. Technology. Yeah. So that's why I feel like it may not be as, but he can still, he may not be able to be on the field, but I feel like Listen. his presence can still, but it's not like he's going to be like, you know, at home watching another game. I got a DM once. This is the biggest humble brag you ever hear. I got a DM once <laughs> from an astronaut who was in space. DM'd me from space. Okay. So and? my point is, he should be able to be piped <laughs> oh, okay. into that game. Like, That's uh, where I'm going with this. He should be able to like. Be I hope you're not going. There was a pick included. That's all. <laughs> no, That's I all wish really he should be a uh, Houston Texan fan. Uh, <laughs> He should be able to be locked in on a Zoom with the booth and he should be down on the sideline with yeah. a direct line to Baker. Like, yeah. but I still do. I think that might just swing it a little bit more to Pittsburgh in a way that I don't like. Yeah, it, it definitely. And I don't like what Roethlisberger found in the second uh, half two weeks ago. I yeah. don't like what he seems to and have as, found. As banged up as Ben is and as arthritic as his knees are, he's still a champ. He's still going to come out and play in the playoffs. Mike Tomlin's still a fantastic coach. So I, I just see the, the Steelers getting through here. 
If there, I, I believe, like I said, I believe in feel and like storylines. I definitely see, and that's why I like your Claypool call. I just see the headline up because Pittsburgh was everyone's darling Early. through the first half of the year. Mm -hmm. They were undefeated. Is this team going to go undefeated? Who's going to beat Pittsburgh, right? And it was such a rapid fall back to reality where everyone's like, ah, eh, Pittsburgh ain't shit. Pittsburgh. I totally do believe in maybe the like, they just slow played this whole thing. Took you their foot off the gas a little bit. Kaiser Soze. Yeah. I think, I think, the, maybe I think they the Steelers did. might have Kaiser Soze everyone. And we might <laughs> be, do you ever see usual suspects? That's the reference. Um, I've only, we seen might be like it. dropping the coffee mug, realizing like, Oh my God, the Steelers were the best team the whole time. They just, they just went to sleep for an eight weeks. They have the pieces. Yep, they certainly have they the pieces. Um, it just right because of the way they haven't, been so good the last few weeks it makes us all but i really like your call about the pittsburgh defense I'm thinking of yeah stealing um, it. i i again if i had to take this game i would feel comfortable putting my 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 love on the steelers but i am rooting for the browns i am rooting for them i want and to me that would pro all right let's end with this though what would shock you the most uh saturday and sunday any of the games, any of the performances, any of the anything, don't be afraid to be detailed about okay. this. What would shock you the most? The biggest shock would be, for me, the Bears beating the Saints. That would be the big, and and like, is Trubisky like on fire? Yes. Like who wins it? Who, what shocks you the most about the Bears winning? Whose performance would shock you the most? Mitch? I think, yeah, Mitch. Coming from like halfway through the seat, you know, he was benched. They thought Nick Foles was better for him to outduel the New Orleans Saints who've been able to win with Drew Brees or Taysom Hill or whomever they want, to be honest, with that kind of a defense. If the Bears could pull this off and they are the biggest dogs of all of this, right? Nine and a half. They are certainly. Yeah. Yes, if they, they are the could biggest pull dogs. it off. That would be the biggest shot. The second biggest, of course, would be. Washington football team, but what would be the biggest shock for you? Well, that's where I was going, right? It would be, it would be the, the Washington football team, but not only that, it would then be Heineke yeah. being the guy. Like if Heineke got inserted for whatever reason, hopefully beat God Tom willing, not injury, <laughs> and then beat Tom Brady in a way that Tom Brady did to everybody in the national football league, yep. that to me would be the biggest uh, shock and surprise. And I think that, uh, all the morning radio shows would just be on fire with, with days of content to come. That would be the biggest surprise and the biggest shock to me. Although like, look, Ron Rivera, good coach, smart guy, smart guy, good coach. So, uh, but yes, that would be the biggest shock. So, uh, we are here. We made it to the NFL playoffs, shockingly enough. So, we should just maybe post on Twitter some of our lineup thoughts that we're going to do in these playoff leagues. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday, maybe we'll lead off the show and just get, we'll, we'll get our teams out there right yeah. away. And we'll give, we'll give you the current state of affairs. And again, if you want to, is there any other things you want to give out for people to join besides also look for a waiver wired contest? I'm working on it. So follow Jen and I, if there is a link, we will put it out there a FanDuel contest. Is there anything else that you want people to join up? No, I think we got it. You know, you check out the MyFFPCs. If you want to play in this league with Jerry and I at Fantasy Postseason with our friend Lee, send me a message. We'll try to work that out. Um, 
But no matter what, you guys have got to play some FanDuel this weekend because we have actually, yes. you know, six full games and it's going to get less and less and they're going to become more single game slates and those are a little bit more lotto tickets. But you can use a little combo of skill here this weekend, I feel like, and and uh, play some of these. And, and if you guys haven't played FanDuel Sportsbook and you can, you should. This That's how you make the money the fastest. 470 you know? Tampa anytime touchdown. Touchdown. I mean, that's a good one. It's a crazy like one, maybe, one. but I feel like for the money, I don't like to pick ones that are like minus 112, minus 112, either way. You know, those you are want some value. I want some value. So I'm feeling that one a little bit. Use All right, code well, waiver wired if you sign up over there because they give you a bonus. Yes. Good luck to everybody out there. And uh, Jen, I'm going to see you Sunday. Well, I may even potentially see you tomorrow. It might do some fun stuff with yeah. uh, Sal, but I will definitely see you sunday bring your texas accent i'll bring my <laughs> brooklyn accent and uh yeah take care good luck everybody yeehaw <laughs>